Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. <laughs> you don't know what that song is. I don't is. know that song. That's WAP by uh, Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. I feel like a really, really old person that <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> like there's an alarm somewhere and someone's going to come arrest me. <laughs> You're um, over 30 and talking about WAP. It stands for wet ass pussy. <laughs> your face hello this is captain poodle speaking are you ready to find love yes ahoy matey love exciting and new go online they're catfishing you shocker fiance Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. <laughs> it's 90 day gate. Let's love. Well, now I'm disgusted. Uh, no, there's nothing wrong with a wet-ass pussy. There's nothing wrong with a wet-ass <laughs> pussy, but I, I don't just, want it. I can't believe I just had to say that. There's nothing wrong with a wet-ass pussy. There's No, I mean, as I, I said, many a man has made my man pussy wet. <laughs> now, that's gross. <laughs> Y'all, that's summer, gross. Summer Camp 2002, Mark Yeager makes my man pussy wet. And everyone else was like... And that's his real name, and if you know where he is, send me the link. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh, that song, if you, I, uh, I'd heard it a little Good bit. For Cardi B. It's, it's quite the definition of sex positivity. <laughs> Good for her. For a woman. But like, if, a, and like some people were freaking out, but if a man had put something out, like no one would bat an eye. My wet slimy dick. That's not hot either. <laughs> so maybe not. Maybe you shouldn't think about porn so you don't think uh, uh, a wet, uncut dick is attractive uh, if a man... Let me finish. No one's saying slimy. Oh, even if it's a little slimy and he's... Close your eyes. He's... Um, no one's going to know if I actually close my eyes. He does. He's about... Uh, Get to it. 5'10". He's got broad shoulders. He's got fur in his chest. A nice black beard. His name is Juan, and he doesn't speak English, and he's slapping you in the face with that wet, slimy dick. 
Challenge accepted. <laughs> there we are. Slimy is not a good word. It's not a good word. No. It's not a no. good word. Y'all, welcome to 90 Day Gays. <laughs> Y'all, listen, listen to WAP. <laughs> listen to Wet Ass Pussy. Good for her. Yeah. I love an acronym in a positive way. Sense. <laughs> well, there's acronyms that aren't good. That's <laughs> that are you know. I guess. Well, they're having to do it because of necessity. Yeah, it's not. It's not. She. She didn't say. I want my song to be called WAP. You know or what? WAP. Y'all, we don't have a lot of announcements, so I'm going to talk about something that I thought oh, about. Great. How come? How come? We need to start being able to cuss on TV in this country. I think it's ridiculous. I kind of because I was watching, you watch like Pose, they say whatever you want. It's I was cable, watch, yeah. I was watching Tombstone on the Paramount Network, and they're just saying fuck all over the yeah. place. Who knew Wyatt Earp said fuck so much? I, I don't think that's about Wyatt Earp. Not Tombstone. I said Tombstone. <laughs> it's about uh, Yellowstone. Okay. But he was in Tombstone as well. Yeah. Kevin Costner, he likes some Stone shows, movies. The funniest thing is I understood where you were going, but you made a you, you fucked up and I you did. still made that better. But still, they say fuck on the Paramount Network. Okay. I mean, that's kind I, of that's I, very middle America. I think we should be, I think we should it's up to parents to decide what their kids can see. I think so too. Yeah, I, it's um I find it, I find this whole clutch our pearls puritanical thing for America with cuss it's not words like, especially. it's not like that in Europe. It's they just show like, people's butts. Yeah, I don't know if they show boobs in in Europe. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they show dicks. Let's move. <laughs> Why am I here? What's happening? <laughs> Let's chart an ocean line. <laughs> Wait, not going on a cruise. <laughs> no, we are though. We're going to go on a cruise. to cruise when one this, day. When this when this whole shit gets. Bill Bullware, you can just sit at home in your glory hole, but we're going to go on a cruise. <laughs> um, we do have an exciting announcement to make. We do have an exciting announcement, you guys. A really big, By big the way, fucking announcement. We should announce, this is high. This is hey. Hi. Happily ever after. This episode. Question mark. Yeah, this episode is, um, what is it? I didn't write it down. I did. It, it is. It was like four words. Episode nine of season five called Burnt Bridges and Bitter Truths. <laughs> That sounds like a country song. I know. You're burned bridges and your bitter truths coming at me no, no, like no, no. a Dr. Ruth. No, no more. Baby Ruth is better. Well, Dr. Ruth, she gives it to you straight. Baby Ruth is better. Yeah. Now yeah. I want a baby Ruth. <laughs> Y'all. Um, You're really anyway. loud in my ear. What? I'm not You're loud. Loud in my ear. So why can't you appreciate my sensitivities issues? I do nothing but appreciate it. <laughs> um, y'all, you, are you going to tell the announcement? I'll let you tell the announcement. I'll let you. Why not? Y'all, we're, we're on clapback. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Lucy in the football. <laughs> y'all, we're on 90 day, whatever the fuck it's called. 90 day clap before back. next before week. Before the 90 days. They showed a preview this week. So if you don't watch clapback. Because you hate those people like we do. Next week. We've known about this, and we... Uh, we were quiet about it. Quiet about it, but uh, Darcy is going to be watching our first Darcy <laughs> and Stacy video. So it's Jake and I and ratty-ass and wigs. And ratty-ass wigs, full beards. And Jake wearing I've concealer for lipstick. concealer on my lips, and Darcy is watching us like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? 
So be sure to check that out. Clap back next when week. When I thought, when I, <laughs> as a child, as a child growing up, I never imagined I would be impersonating a woman and then her watching a woman watch that. Yes. It's like three levels of meta. Yeah, it's a lot. So she's going to have something to say about us, guys. We were in the preview. We were, which we were means in the we're trailer, the which means we're going to be in the show. They said we couldn't say till something airs. They aired it. It so aired. It. So it aired. It aired. And we may, may have another little surprise for you later in the season. Who knows? <laughs> we do. Anyway. <laughs> if they know, if they, anyway. So y'all, um, if you see it, you know, uh, Instagram it and retweet it if you want to. Yeah. We'll, watch, maybe TLC will retweet. Let us know. Give a give a hoe a shake and let and give us a <laughs> let shake. Let a hoe know. Let a hoe know. Cause share. What did you say? Not sharing is caring. You said what did you say one time? It was good, and I don't remember. I don't it. know. You don't ever <laughs> remember what you say. I say a lot say. of things. This is what I do. I with. say a lot of things. Anyway, I think that's it for our announcements. We've got. Um, I think that's it. We've, this is a normal week. We've got yeah, not really. Happily ever after. Happily got, ever after. We we have toe tomorrow. Toe tomorrow. Then we have. Uh, we have. Well, tonight it's airing. Um, but then we have Darcy and Stacy next Sunday. Next Sunday. Well, well, no Sunday. Yeah, we don't have a bike here this week. We've got like. We've got a calm rest of the week. The Bicurious drops on Friday. Yeah. And then, oh, and uh, what is today? Oh, then next week, y'all, don't forget, the 22nd is our one-year anniversary of our show. We've got to talk about that show. <laughs> we do. So, we... Send us, you guys, either go to the website, Sissy That Talk, or, sorry, 90daygays.com, mm-hmm. and submit your... You can... you can, you can Submit! Go home! Or Sami, your favorite, yeah. uh, your favorite moment. You can you can send us a, a little email. We've gotten a couple of emails, so yay, yay, and we may read what you've written. We did have. I one... may impersonate you poorly. <laughs> we did have one email from a young gay sissy who said, oh. "Help! I'm dating a Disney gay. He's been to <laughs> Disney eight times." Should I keep dating him? Wait, only is eight it, times in his life or eight times this year? I think eight times in his life. That's, I'll send it to you. That's a lot. You know what, sissy? It's a lot. If he has a big dick, stay in it. You need to decide if you're going to be able to handle, um, my advice here is, will you be able to handle him collecting pins or collectible plates? I think they're cute. And occupying a place in your home. I really like the Disney Halloween collection with all the haunted mansion stuff. No, that is cute. No, no. Listen, okay. listen. This is not, none of this is acceptable. Listen, <laughs> I am your All right. So that's uh, it, y'all. 22nd anniversary, which means the week of the 16th through the 22nd. <clears throat> all of the Patreon content is for free. Free, free, free. So free. it'll be on the regular feed as well. So y'all come at us that week. So, okay. Okay, let's get into let's it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. We only did nine minutes of announcement. That's a win. Wow, that's a um, win for y'all. Yo, let's start with Colt. That's one, Everyone's favorite one less, fat fuck. It's true. <laughs> That's one less two-star review we get that says, <laughs> they talk too long at the beginning. You know what, honey? This is the show. Yeah. This if is you the don't show. like this, if you don't like the, the intro, move on. Move on. Move on. All right. Colt this and, is the show. Colt and Jessica. 
Um, so you guys, um, Jess has just walked out of the room. Uh, Colt is, as she says, not man enough to Whatever tell that to means. tell uh, Vanessa to fuck off. Um, and uh, and Mother Debbie uh, very innocently says, "I did. I didn't know she. She did. I didn't know that she'd be very upset like that." Yeah, I was worried. Uh, uh, and Mother Debbie knows everything. Then Mother Debbie continues to twist the knife. Hold on. Basically. I just want to say this before you said, y'all, what we're about to talk about <laughs> was a master class in manipulative mothering. Oh, yes. I mean, a true master yeah. class. Like, I bow oh, to you, Sensei. This, this, yeah. Yeah, this it was, was good. Even Mother Poodle would go, oh, shit. That bitch, that bitch knows what she's doing. Yeah. So yep. anyway, y'all. So you guys, well, Leona Helmsley's looking down <laughs> from heaven and going, "That's a strong that, that, bitch. That, that's a cold-hearted bitch." Remember when Suzanne Plachet played her in a movie? Yes, it was good. Yes, it was riveting. I loved if it. You are under thirty. You have no <laughs> idea who Leona Helmsley is, or Suzanne Plachet. <laughs> I love Suzanne Plachet. Is she dead? I don't I think, think so. She- Maybe you know what I don't know. Hey, serious Suzanne Plachette alive? I think we spend a lot of time asking if people are Suzanne still alive. Suzanne Plachette was born January thirty first, nineteen thirty seven, and died I'm January nineteenth, two thousand eight. Oh, she died in two thousand eight. Oh, boy, I missed that. She's been dead a long time. You know what? Okay, okay. Well, rest in peace, rest Suzanne in Plachette. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either we find out they're alive. <laughs> Or we find out they're dead. Like that's sad. Rest in peace. Anyway, anyway along talking about dicks. Anyway, talking about dicks. They so, deserve such a good tribute on our show. You know, we thought of her. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> anyway, so, y'all. She, y'all. She she first she goes in. First, Mama Debbie says, uh, "Well, this looks like a repeated Larissa coming here." She does repeated, say that, uh, and then she says. Um, I just don't understand that how she accept that. If she can't accept she, that, that's a what's she gonna do with your what's she gonna with, do with all your friends? friends? And then and she's like, you, "Do you want that coat? Yeah, do you, do you want <laughs> And then she says, "Yeah, asking y'all asking questions. That's like a lawyer tactic. Yes, yeah. She's got it. She's got it split down. Then she said, "That's a warning sign." Yeah, she says things are warning signs. Uh. She, uh... And Colt, Mr... Oh, I can't... You know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of, like... Honestly, like... Uh... What... It, that movie that we loved with uh, Judy Davis and her son. Uh... Oh, oh, a little thing called Murder. Y'all, <laughs> if you haven't seen that Lifetime movie... Oh, oh, it's so it's good. It's so good. It's one of the best Lifetime if movies. If we could stream it, we would do that for a watch it, because that movie's amazing. I would actually, um, no, I would actually just have us interact, act it out. It's scene so by scene. good. I have the DVD. <laughs> um, I bought a screener. She kills her husband, y'all, and the, and the son kills the her. The son kills her, but she manipulates her son to do it. Yeah. But he, all the time, like when he kills them, he like cries to mom and he's like, Mommy, I don't understand. It's okay, son. And, and that's what this that's reminded what me this of. Because yeah. Colt's like, she gets angry and I don't know what to do because I'm not manipulative or a fucking psychopath at all. Yeah, you are. You uh, are. Anyway, uh, she's like, I think you should come and uh, uh, move down here. And, yes. you can, and you can just yes. suck on my titty all night long. 
uh, sorry, people with sound. And she's like, she's like, I don't know if she's gonna. She she took her hand in my face. She might just show something. She might just hit you in the head while you're sleeping and kill you. Yeah, which that's something my mama would say. <laughs> anyway, y'all, which uh, she wasn't far off. And then then she leaked. Colt's like, but I need to go. I need to go find her. And I need to, um, you know, uh, and she, he walks out. She he goes, says, hold on, before he says that, he <clears throat> says, uh, I'm paralyzed fear right now, and I don't want to do. And Debbie looks at him and says, the couch folds out. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Anyway, go ahead. He did, he also, you guys, this is so weird, and I don't even know, it's two, one of two things are happening here. This is how this went, and if Jess is, a, is, is faking, she's a really good actor. Very good actor. His affect is so flat the it's entire so, time. It is it's so, creepy as fuck. It is so sociopathic. Yeah, flat. like he doesn't. He's even feel trying it. He's to give trying himself emotion. To give himself emotion. Yep. Yeah. The good call. That is totally. And, and the whole time, just like ch- gave me chills at how flat he was. Colt terrifying. Terrors. Colt scares me probably more than anybody on Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah. He's pretty out there. He's pretty like chilling yeah. to me. So you guys, uh, they. Um, but yeah, he, he walks he out of the room. And she goes, "Damn, <laughs> damn." I didn't get him to to completely uh, come over here and give me tongue kisses. It's yet. true. But anyway, so and then we started to move on. But then y'all, we were watching this on Poodle Sling on his TiVo, his TiVo 4K. Get it? We I love it. Anyway, we hear a little scratch in the TV, and suddenly. Um, we hear very dramatic, uh, kind of like soap opera music, like, (laughs) we'll see how this goes. We almost got him, Ma. (laughs) We're so close. Thanks for all your help, Pee Wee. I tried the best I could, Mom. Y'all. I know. This is a conversation between Debbie <laughs> and her mole. This is a conversation between Debbie's mole and Debbie. And Please De- continue. Pee-wee, what do you think we should do in the future? How do you think we should get rid of Jess for, for good? Um, well, you know, I like a good push off a cliff, but I love some poisoning. Maybe Ooh, we could very poison good. her. Very good, good tactic. We see she likes to drink. Maybe, maybe Cole will eat it too, and then we'll be rid of him. It'll just be you and me, Mom. We could just, uh, maybe we could just poison her and some something to just maybe something to kill her really slowly, so we could watch her. Oh, maybe like contact. She would hate that because she sure loves those fucking glasses. <laughs> it's true. Those glasses make her look like Egghead from the uh, the Looney Tunes. You know, Foghorn Leghorn's uh, nephew. That weirded me out, Mom. I'm scared. Please it's hold okay, me. It's okay, Pee Wee. Think of something evil. I will hold you and rub you and rub you. Oh, oh, honey, Sonny, you're getting a little hair there. <laughs> There's a little hair. You're becoming a mole man. I think my balls dropped, Mom. <laughs> and then the camera pans out and we're we. And then they just hug each other the whole night. <laughs> and fiend. That's what we saw, y'all. That's what we saw. That's her real son. That's our real son. Y'all, that mole wants Colt. She wants Colt gone, or he. Uh, no, I'd say she. The, I don't know if the mole has gender. I don't know. Let's, Let's just not say gender they. that mole. Let's just say they. <laughs> 
to say that. I don't that. know. I think it has to be a boy because she would have popped a, uh, or had a girl mole re- removed. Yeah, that's just true. <laughs> it's true. Or just cut it off with a cleaver. So now Cole does say after he's like, it's obvious to me that my mom is trying to break up my relationship with uh, Jess. Uh, uh, do you have eyes? <laughs> I was actually kind of surprised Cole realized oh, that. Oh, he, no. He, he's, he's smart. He gets it. So then he goes to his hotel room and he's and nobody's there. So he's kind of sitting there. But then we see Jess got Vanessa's phone she, number. Yeah, she, she's got the phone number and she, so she's... She uh, she is a woman possessed. She's she's going nuts, y'all. She, that's why I don't think I don't think this. She's a fake. woman on the verge. She is a woman, and y'all. Um, and so she texted Vanessa, and she said, "Are you have?" She Jess says, "Are you having a relationship with Colt?" Vanessa responded, "Yes to that." Yeah. Well, now, in other words, that they talk. Yes, that they talk, and and then then I y'all, this is insidious. Then. She, but uh, Jess sends her the uh, the fake messages that Colt supposedly sent Vanessa that were like, "Oh yeah, Vanessa, I can't talk to you anymore. It's over between you and I." That Jess wanted her to send. Yeah, that's fucked up. That was hard to get. I had to rewind because it kind of happened quickly and with her talking. That yeah, thing. y'all. That's what we want to clarify. Colt sent fake messages to Jess that he yep. had called. And he's a computer off. person, so I'm sure he figured out how to do it. Oh, that's easy. It was probably, he like looked at Vanessa and nothing was sent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Jess is like, oh yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, so that that would, I'll be, I think Jess is kind of cuckoo for cuckoo puffs. Oh yeah. But, but that would piss me off. Maybe not as much if it pisses off Jess, but that would <laughs> enrage me a bit. Yeah. Um, so Jess's response to this is to go back to the room and talk to Colt. And throw her shoes at him. She throws, <laughs> and she just keeps screaming, you lie, you lie. She patty bells him, y'all. And then, why, oh, because of her shoes. She throws shoes at a she concert. She does throw shoes. And Do I to, am I going to explain that to no, you again? Well, I, no, because I was saying you lie, you lie, you lie. Oh. And then I thought of that. Re- you lie. <laughs> no. You don't want to hurt me. How do you know? So you lie. <laughs> your time. But you know how much I love you. So you lie. Pull back on the mic. You really know her back catalog. You lie. <laughs> I do. I'm from Oklahoma. I grew, I met Reba when I was six. She's in from Durant. That's just 40 minutes like, from Long Grove. Why, it isn't the cutest little faggot. <laughs> it's true. Well, I tell, remember my cousin Lolo opened for her. Yeah, I know. Roy Murphy, Hart, uh, Will Rogers, Hardy Murphy Everyone Coliseum. Everyone knows. Anyway, I... I you know, cousin Lolo's cuckoo now, y'all. Y'all, she is. <laughs> I think she's in a cult. But anyway, y'all, if you want to listen to some good Reba, get volume one of uh, her number it's called one. Greatest hits or number ones. Yes, I don't know that one. I don't it's know. Good. You lie. It's good. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's got like four different vowels in the way she's like you, you lie. lie. So many. Um. So she basically she kind of physically pushes him, which I'm I I was kind of thought I was a, something would. I wasn't scared for Colt because he's she's an like ape compared four to foot her. five. But I was like, oh, this is not good. Yeah, 
physical stuff is not good. Yeah, this is not good. So she basically says, I'm going to go to my ex's house because you are trash. She's like, I think I've said that before. (laughs) And she said something else. Poodle said, I'm going to go fuck another man. (laughs) Been there. And or when they're finishing, uh, or when when they're putting on their clothes, I'm like clicking on my phone. Tick, 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 tick. You up? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then you down. Then we do this dance of them running to the elevator and That's her so running awful. out of it, running to the elevator, running back and forth. That Home Alone theme. Yes, and then going in the elevator. And y'all, we have a special guest here at 90 Day uh, Gays today. We actually have the cameraman. Okay. Gary. I wonder who that was. Who filmed, who had to film. And that, Gary, you know that person that was in the elevator and barely had any room and was just sitting there? Y'all, that's Gary. Gary's here today. Oh. Oh, wait, wait. (laughs) I I guess, I guess, uh, I guess I'm Gary. I love when we introduce a special segment and you just say, oh, it's me. I'll, I'll be Gary. I don't care. No, no, <laughs> no. Obviously. Uh, I have no. Okay. I, I, God. I love. Y'all, he does this on purpose and completely throws shit at me all the time. I'm surprised I can do any of it. All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> y'all, oh, Gary, so glad you're here in the show today. Uh, thank you. It's a wonderful <laughs> to see you, and it's wonderful to be here at 90 Day Gaze. Uh, Gary, you sound, um, a lot like our friend Frank. No, his mother. Frank is more down here. Oh, are you related to Frank? Uh, it's nice to be, nice to be, to know that, because I'm actually his son. Oh, oh, yes. okay. I know Brittany oh, okay. and Mary quite well. Have you, uh, uh have you ever masturbated? Um, and promptly thrown up before. Now after. that was quite blown out of proportion. Okay, I need to tell you uh-huh. uh, that uh, Mary, Mary is a godly woman. She's done her best. Uh, but my father was at a strip club, and there was a woman acting quite loose around him. Oh, okay. And he did the best he could. He promptly vomited, went home, masturbated to a porno. Okay, and that's what happened. And, but that's and not, I can and I can say I'm not here to talk about that, and my reps don't want me talking about it. Oh, okay. Because there's a current lawsuit involved. Okay, so Gary, yeah. um, just we got. So know. I work for Camera for TLC. Okay, so what's it like? Describe the energy of the in the room of that elevator as y'all were going down. Well, uh, have you seen the cartoon? With Foghorn Leghorn actually walking around and talking to his nephew. Yes. They kind of reenacted that. <laughs> so he's like, well, I say, say, I say, boy, I want you to come here and be my lover. No, I don't want to. No, I say, I say, boy, I'm going to teach you how to be a man. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> if it's not blah, 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 some southern redneck shit. No, I hate you. And then she threw her, and then she threw her glasses at him. Oh, and you know, and then she didn't look like Egghead no more. Oh, okay. So that's how I knew. Okay. Anyway, the whole thing was really hard to take in. I um, right now, I I I'm very sad about this. I dropped my cheese Danish. Oh, it that's the big tragedy of the whole episode. <laughs> Final yeah. question: What does Colt smell like? Uh, a kind of a combination. A combination of, you know, like, 
the way like pine soul smells mm-hmm. and the that smell of like when you pull up carpet and it smells like old mold. Yeah. And add in frilly Frito chili cheese. The flavor. My personal favorite. That was very good. Gary, thank you so much You're for being so welcome. here. We appreciate Best of luck to you. Yeah. Going to battle with my pocket? Um, uh, oh, I'm on my own. I see. You know, just, yeah, we'll Venmo Au revoir, you. audience. I've really enjoyed being here. Thank you, Gary. Poodle, you just miss Gary. Oh. You just miss Gary. <laughs> I always miss them. Cameraman Especially Gary. the ones you <laughs> randomly bring in. <laughs> he did sound a little bit like Frank. He did sound a little bit a little like bit Frank. Higher. He was right higher. about that foghorn look. Y'all, that poor, poor Gary, that cameraman in there <laughs> dealing with this shit. Some PTSD. Running out. Because then they run out to the street. Yeah. And nothing happens. She just fucking leaves and says, finally says, says I'm going to go fuck another guy. <laughs> and he's like, he said, I loved you. I was going to marry you. And she says, fuck you. And then it's even the flattest affect he has. It is. He's not. He just says, I'm freaking out. I'm not good. I, I'm it, devastated. It's, I don't know. I may just jump off the building. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. It's, when, y'all, if you're with someone who can't have them, who they just talk about their emotions and you don't see them having them, that's a red flag. That's a red, that's a giant red flag. Yeah. Giant. Do not marry that person. And men, Do not and, have children with and them. And unfortunately, men in this, especially straight men, aren't really taught. To access any emotion besides anger, we've said that before. It's true, and I, but yeah. you can see them trying to have it. Yes, <laughs> a lot of times, uh, people that have more of those tendencies are men, just because men can get away with it. Because women, yeah. we expect to be more emotional because of conditioning. Yeah. What anyway, are you y'all. saying? <laughs> Except for poodle. Anyway, um, can we move on to Kalani and Aswelu? Yes, yes. Aswelu. Okay. So Sissy came for us, y'all, and what came about this? And I agree. I don't know why they're staying an hour away in Washington. I've been to Portland many times. You can get a very cute Airbnb in Portland for not much money. So maybe if, they. Well, I don't so know. they really don't. Ha- which I guess they don't. They really don't have money if they got well, an Airbnb. And I'm saying this to give con- not judging them, but more to give context to this. If they're staying in an Airbnb in Washington. That means they need a place that's like fucking seventy dollars a night because yeah. that's all they can afford, and a place with ghosts, evidently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you can get a really cute Airbnb in Portland. You could get one for like one hundred eighty dollars a night. I think that's way too out of their price range. I think it is. Yeah. So I say that not to judge them, but more of just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're living with her parents. Yeah, I thought her parents live with her. I was conf- that's really? what I thought. I thought someone said her parents live with her, and I was like, how "That's her." Help? How do they afford they that? They're living with her parents. That's what I thought because she doesn't work. She does work. She takes care of the kids, but she doesn't get. Paid. She doesn't work outside the home. Yeah, yes, that's a good way to say it. Uh, that's that's the general yeah. way we. Anyway, talk about y'all, it now. this place is fucking haunted, kind of like Poodle's apartment. <laughs> but unlike my apartment, one person can poop here. <laughs> Oh, the You're not trip. scared by a young girl. It is funny how he couldn't poop and she couldn't pee. <laughs> they just basically were just, oh, uh, these two are fucked. But uh, you do see, this is kind of the first time in all this season, you do see kind of like how Kalani and Asuelu can get along and kind of. You can, but at the but same just time, like, what are y'all having she's, having to, she's having to placate him so much. And I, I feel like this is a very strong woman. 
who's yes. having just to constantly talk herself down from a ledge saying, I'm married and I have two children with this man. Do you, I agree with that. Do you think in addition to that, is there the idea of, we don't know, so come at us, Samoa and She gave him her flower. But they've talked a lot, that she gave him her flower, and they've talked a lot about Samoa, and being that they are, I mean, her father is, being that they're culturally Samoa. They don't seem like it. Although her mom like is it. not. Yeah. Although her mom is not. Her mom doesn't seem like she's waiting on her dad hand No. Mom, mom's, mom's aggressive. Uh, Mama Kalani. So... We meet, we see Colini. Colini comes in. Colini Kalani. Oh, yeah. Rhyming names. And she comes in, and he's like, I think she, Zoya's like, I think she invited her sister, so she have someone on her side. No, she needed someone so, who, who, when she's there, she doesn't wipe their kid's butt every time, because you can't do a shit. Exactly. Um. Exactly. So he's he's um, he's he's excited to have a good time, and hopefully, no one is going to mad at him. <laughs> no one going to mad at me. Um, and so they, you guys, they the and the, by the way, the kids are still in fucking pajamas. This is like I haven't seen them in anything but pajamas the whole time. Now, this is not quarantine. The kids are just not. The kids just they wear pajamas a lot. Yeah. I'm sure that's the easiest choice when you're dealing with the Swelu. Um, but come on. I know. <laughs> I think they did get in real clothes to meet Mama and Tammy. It sounds and... hard, though, too, because it sounds like that youngest baby is just really attached to Kalani. Oh, and yeah. And that's hard because she can't do anything. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. They don't even have enough money to pay their kids' clothes. They just have pajamas. They have cute pajamas, though. They do. But still, Jackie Weissman judged them. She um, was... <laughs> she's like, my, my kid doesn't wear anything, basically. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, they, they, come, they see they're in Portland. Um, they're meeting Tammy and Rosa. And Rosa, who's deaf. And she's like, remind me, does, does, is it just, does everyone speak sign language? She's like, nope, only Tammy. Only Tammy. So, <laughs> mom just. Mom never learned apparently... it. So, her own daughter, she was like, <laughs> eh. We'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> nonverbal. Most communication is nonverbal anyway. It's fine. Which <laughs> goes to my theory of something's wrong with mom. Um, We're going to talk about that more. I think but... Asuelu nails it at the end. He's like, I realized that my family only calls me when they need money. Well, Kalani said that. And so he realized, yeah. Yeah, he said she that. Said. Yeah. But I mean, I think, you know, I've said this before, y'all, and it makes so much sense. If you want to understand someone and you don't know, meet their parents. Yep. Because, boy, you see how Asuelu is trying to Im- to actually try to improve his life. You actually, and I feel every- like, and everything is because how fucked up it is. Because, and I had sympathy for him. Yeah. Uh, it, it only lasts so long. For Just me. A little, it'll go back. Um. Anyway, they're in Pioneer Square in Portland. That place is beautiful, by the way. I love Pioneer Square. It's, it's beautiful city. It's um just so y'all know, because we're going to talk about this. It is. It has. It was kind of where food trucks were, I guess, born in the U.S. I think that's right. Some of the best fucking food I've ever had. Oh, is I'm in sure. Portland. I'm surprised you haven't fucked someone from Portland. I've only been one time. Did you um, fuck someone when you were there? I didn't, unfortunately. It's kind of your type. It is. If people weren't such douchebags, I would. They don't. Even our tour guide, though, said once when I, we, we did the Portland Gorge and all that, mo- some of the most gorgeous part of the country I've ever seen, he said, because he wasn't originally from Portland, he's like, I love Portland. One problem with Portland, 
everyone takes themselves too seriously. That's here. the truth, and they do. It's like San Francisco in that way. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, anyway. a lot of a lot of Pacific Northwest stuff. So they're in Pioneer Square. That's the brick little area, and he sees his mom, and she goes, and oh, suddenly the he, boys. I'm I'm dreaming. We we should we should do no. That's later. That's later. So we should. So the, the 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 mom's like, I've been dreaming about you boys every night. Yeah, she's buttering him up. Buttering right? him up every night. So they're seeing, and her name, their mom's name is Lucina, but I would prefer to call her Mama Suelu. Mama Suelu. <laughs> Me too. It Sick. works better. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tammy uh, is, uh, she's like, uh, I, I, uh, we need to talk about the kiss. If you want to know <laughs> if he loves you so, it's in his kiss. Whoa, whoa, even though it's your son, that's now, where it is. I've got to say, unlike Kalan, she kisses him, you guys. She, Her lips kind of move off his lips a little bit. So it might have been to the side But some. she's still kind of awkwardly pressing his lips without moving for... I don't know if this was edited. We, we, it we, felt like three minutes for it me. It did. It did. Um, and it felt like ten minutes for Kalani and Kalini. Yes. I feel like a ridiculous <laughs> asshole when I say their <laughs> names together. It anyway. feels like you're being on like some type of like racist no, or something. No, that's their names. I know, but I mean that's the Kalani and Kalini. I know. Can't we just change it up a little bit? Nope. 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 It's maybe it's a family. I'm thing. sure it is. Yep. Maybe that's what you do in the family. Uh, it's like Brad and Tad, or didn't didn't you know so? Brad and Chad? Those were my cousins. <laughs> anyway, the third boy was going to be Rad, so I'm glad he was never born. Are you kidding me? I am kidding. Okay, you. it's sad. That you know you what? Almost you know what? With my I family. would I would <laughs> not bat an eye. Probably would have been Tad, Brad, Chad, and Tad. Uh, so anyway, so. The, she's like kissing him, and and they're like looking around, and uh, it's Cricket's it's creepy. Sharp. And so, and Tammy's like, I'm so excited, T- cousin Tammy. I'm so excited. She was the one who did the make it rain thing yeah. on the who um, has really weird blush, yeah, and a harsh resting bitch face. Yes, yes. Um, I think that's indicative. <laughs> yes. So Tammy's like, it's nice to be able to spend some time with them and the boys, and you know. We'll see how he's exactly put. Um, uh, we can see if they're a good fit for each other or not. And I was like, yeah, they said that. And I went, oh, um, they're married with two children. Like, and they're they're going to poll you? Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit like. There's no ask the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Show of hands, everybody. Show who, of thinks, hands. who thinks? Who thinks these two are good together? It's they have two like kids. It's kind of like Chuck and Charlie and fucking... Moldova, oh, like God. they're married, they have a kid. Right, get on board. We need to get to the bottom of everything. We need to get to the mm. bottom. You should have done like a responsible person and hired a PI. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's what you do. That's what Mama Mar would have done. Yes, y'all. Private investigators can find out anything. Oh yeah, Rebecca. Like Rebecca is a PI. She wasn't now a she, good one. Now she she quit. It. She wasn't a good one. <laughs> she, she Come on, she didn't even. But her partner was great. Oh, I loved her. What was her um, name? I don't know. Ruth? I don't know. Just another Southern woman. This is true. Uh, so you guys. So then we get a little bit of the testimony, and Kalani's like, that was awkward. And Asuelo's <laughs> like, they kind of at first have this cute thing where Asuelo's show, no, she kissed me like this. And I will say this is a problem of Kalani, is that 
Kalani can be very judgmental. Yeah, and she makes fun of him a lot. She makes fun of him yeah. a lot, and it undercuts yeah. him. And you probably shouldn't say when you were making out with your mom because he's not, not going to think that's funny. He's not going to think, and, and he's going to be very disrespected. You know that term and he, by it, and he does, and he ends up saying "fuck you" and walks away. Great, and she was like, "He's such a crybaby," and I was kind of like, mm. "It made me not that it's, but it made me be like, look." Relationships are a two-way street, and you know he did not need that. Swaylu is responding a lot. I think that was a glimpse of. D- don't get me wrong; we're always team kids on this, and we always sympathize a lot with Kalani because I think Swaylu is hard to be married to. And at the same time, I think she is constantly kind of digging in him and giving him shit. I agree. Yeah, Kalani, if you're listening, you might want to process that. I think too. That's the only way she knows how to cope. Well, I, yes, because yeah. I also feel like when she talks to him like an adult, she talks down. He doesn't get it. No, like she's probably tried to do that. Yeah, and I bet he's like, nope. I agree. I don't get it. So he does. So now she's just kind of like, they're not good for each other, y'all. Spoiler alert, <laughs> right? So uh, he, they're at the food truck place, and he's like, I want to get all the food. And then he, it turns into like, like, what's this? What's this? There's magic in the, the air. air. What's this? What's <laughs> this? It's hot dogs. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a grilled cheese. Oh, my. And then, but this is, oh, I'm telling you, something's, and I, you know what? I'm saying this again, and I'm actually going to say it relates to, I think, Asuelu's mom. Like, I feel like there is mentally something not firing in both of these people. And I say that because I'm not calling. I was th- I've actually been thinking about this a lot since I watched this. I feel like <laughs> if you don't, it's not that we're categorizing or it's not that I'm trying to diagnose someone. It's that I feel like a Swaylu is being treated as, I don't know, the, as someone who is, uh, um, a, a, um, I guess, highly functioning adult or whatever yeah. that is. And it's not. She's assuming that. She's assuming that. And is it fair and healthy for him to assume that when I just think this way that he was like, I buy them everything and they know how much I love them. Right. It's his his emotional. That's how you show love. That's how you show love when you're a, a an eight year old kid and your new friends or your new family's in town. Yeah. It's not what you do when you're a 28 year old adult. You no, know, you nailed it. And I, I think, too. I agree with that, and I also agree that I think he's just, and this is a terrible word to use, he's just simple. He and is. So, yeah. And so is she. And I think you mean that not in what some people like, the negative, like, pejorative. No, but yeah. I mean, he's got simple wants and needs. Yes, exactly. And probably should have never left Samoa. Exactly. I agree. He should have never left Samoa. Um, and I think she brings that with her, and she kind of ingratiated him, her, him with that. Yeah, we're seeing him actually. To, yeah. as a comparison, we're seeing that actually a bit with Sinjin. Yeah, I think that's and, a lot of Sinjin. He just wants simple things, right? Uh, and so you guys, he's he's getting like grilled cheeses. He's got like a whole like Dagwood sandwich lined up <laughs> going on. Again, Every, if you're under thirty, you don't know. You what don't Dag, know what that is. You don't know what Dagwood is. You know, if you're under thirty, uh, I will say you have to. I'll say this too. If you're under 30, you have to learn to fuck. <laughs> well, that came out I've of had nowhere. So, well, no, I just thought, I, I almost said, I almost said, no, here's the thing. I almost said, 
I never fucked anyone under 30 who knew how to fuck. And then I went, mm, they kind of knew, but they had to be taught by someone over 30. You have to be carefully taught. taught. You, you know, we can't you sing that song that's about taught. racism. You have to be taught to eat the ass. No, we can't do that. We can't. That's okay. a song about racism. <laughs> a good song about racism. You're right. We could do it. Another. You know what? I've done worse. We I know. could do it. We could do it still. Uh, anyway. So he's getting all this. She's like, Asuelo, there's so much food. Uh, anyway, and, and so they're sitting there and they're like, blah, blah, blah. This is so nice. It's so nice to see you. And then and, she's like. And now I think it's time. For another episode of 90 Days Y'all, someone said, I really like the sissy theme of someone playing the violin. Yes, that's yeah, better. Yeah, go fuck yourself. We don't have time to pull it up every time. <laughs> but we loved it, too. Go fuck yourself, because ours is great. <laughs> and ours is more us. I appreciate her. She was a beautiful you know what? Uh, tone. And ours is just easier. I got to scroll through my phone. Do you know how many OnlyFans <laughs> screenshots I have to scroll through to get back to that violin playing? I'd have to go through so many sexts yeah. just to get to it. Sorry. All right. So y'all imagine we're eating at a food table. It feels so Portland here. Um, and everyone's having a good time. Oh, this grilled cheese is lovely. I'm going to be playing the role of Asuelu and um, not in an accent because I don't want to be offensive. <laughs> and Kalani. Poodle will be playing the role of uh, Mother Mama Asuelu. Mama Asuelu. Tammy. Tammy. And... If Their deaf this, sister, Rosa. Rosa. <laughs> this won't be offensive at all. <laughs> and scene. So, Mom, you uh, uh, you like the food? It's delicious. Where's uh, my money? How much you giving me? What? Uh, Throw it on the table. What? Uh, no. Um, I just make it rain. Um, I just, Mom. I, Rosa um, looks questionly. <laughs> <laughs> Just puts hands out. <laughs> um, I uh, I I have money for you. I have money. I have how much? Um, a hundred dollars, Mom. I have a hundred dollars. What hundred dollars? What a hundred dollars? What what, Mom? Rosa. What is Rosa saying? What she's she's making something that looks like a like a Big Mac she makes stacking. The, uh, neck slice off symbol. Oh, the slice, and then um, and then she just does a thumbs down. <laughs> what does that and mean, says, Tammy? Uh, uh, Tammy says that's way. That's not enough. I'm not sure that's actual ASL. I but don't it's think not enough. Didn't look like sign language to us. Um. Anyway, uh, mom is like, uh, well, hundred dollars. You did all this for me. I, you're supposed to respect your family, Asuelu. Your parents are alive. I am alive. Your father is alive. Maggie the cat is alive. <laughs> but mom, um, Kalani says, wait a minute. Um, we just don't have a lot of extra. We're stay at home. We work part time. By the way, Tammy, do you send money home? That's none of your goddamn business. And scene. And y'all, the chill in the air. Did Fucking props to Kalani for calling them on their I shit. I loved it. That kind of will make me all... She's going to have to do a lot for me not to love Kalani now after I that. I kind of love her from this. I do and too. And you know what? 
I will say, Asuelu did not back down, you guys. He, he did, did not. not throw under the bus. This is like the first time. He did not. And it's... um the, Kalini was like, this is so awkward. This is the most awkward it's conversation totally ever. It's bullshit. And, um, you know, again, this goes back to what I was saying about Asuelu. He says in this simple way, like, but I just love you. I love you. I want to provide you. And the mom goes into, well, and I wonder if this is why part of him moved. When you were back in Samoa, I took You ev- were my right-hand son. You, t- I took every. You took, gave me everything. Yeah. So I wondered, like... This I this mother is horrible. I did some. I think I did she a, has some mental illness. I but did I think a little research, not. and it is traditional for everyone to give money to send back to Samoa. But the way that they're demanding it, her this, over. No, she's vicious. Yeah, the it way is that evil. The, the way that they're putting themselves. First of all. They they hate Kalani, obviously. They hate her because the mother says, I think Kalani's the reason. Uh-huh. Well, yes, because Kalani's not necessarily the reason. Your simple son would just give you all the money simple, he had. Basically, it makes sense. Asuelu probably was in a relationship with a domineering mother. Yeah. So he's attracted to a strong woman like Kalani. Yeah. Who doesn't? I don't think she wants to domineer him, though. But that's she, just what the only way to, It's the only way they can function. But when... But Asuelo's used to when you're with a domineering mother, you don't have to think. She just tells right. you when to shit, piss, and walk. Yeah. And that's what Kalani doesn't want him to do, and that's where his frustration right. Y'all, we just solved them. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, so basically, Tammy's like, well, why don't you work full-time? You, you, could give us, you could give us some money then. And that's just like saying... If he worked full time, I'm sure they've tried to get him a full time job. Mm-hmm. And and basically she's and then she just goes, where is your mind? Where is your mind? It was uh, hers is gone to. Yeah, that's what I just wrote. She's crazy. Yeah. Like she's actually it was it made me it made me sick to my Leave stomach. Leave my daughter to alone. It, it, you know what made me sick to my stomach was someone who is a grandparent and a child. She had. No, where Colt had no emotion and it was flat. Yeah. She had no emotion of understanding, of empathy, and honestly, of, of her love, own grandchildren love, being there at the table. Of love. Yeah. Like, I really thought, do you even love these people? And she wants, and she wants the kids. She's like, I can't wait to see them. But then she's, she would be basically be taking food out of the kids' mouths to send back to Samoa. Exactly. Like, that doesn't compute. It doesn't really compute to Asuelu either. Something's yeah. weird. It well, I'm, there's a mint. There, I'm telling you, there is something. Yeah, going. Maybe Swaylu and his mother both were thrown by the tornado, like <laughs> Grandma. Hate. Maybe there's a typhoon. A typhoon that came to Samoa, and they say, you know, Mama Lucina was never the same when uh-huh. she got thrown by that typhoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's my money? I need money. <laughs> Um, so y'all at the end, she does a Mother Debbie. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. She does do a Mother Debbie. And so she wants to I want says, to go home now. Yeah, she just kind of ends the meeting. That's what she's, again, like there's a, uh, not a complexity to this, her mind thinking at all. I find, I, I, I find her very disturbing. She um, is like so one dimensional. Yeah. She's literally like. <laughs> Friar John from fucking 
Robin Hood. You mean Prince John? Or not Prince John. What's the one that goes uh, who who collects the money? Oh, Sheriff of Nottingham. She's like the Sheriff of fucking Nottingham. Well, boy, taking all the money and not and like just takes the money out of the little rabbit's cast and doesn't even give a fuck. I'm kind of remembering that now. She, but I mean, she just seems so. It's not, it's not Prince John's like, hello. Yeah. Uh, With the crown. The sheriff of Nottingham. Y'all, Prince John was gay. He was. Just to clarify. By the way, I'll never forget if somebody the animated said, movie. I'm watching Robin Hood and all I can think about is that he has a big dick and wants to fuck. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Y'all, that fox, we've talked about this before. Yeah. That fox is hot as He's shit. He's hot. He is I hot. I would bone that fox today. He would be like, uh, y'all, he's like a, in a human terms, he would be like a Darren Chris. You don't know if they're gay or straight, but they've got big eyes and they're just thin. But Darren Chris with who's more hung? Darren Chris is not hung. He's not. But his ass. Yeah. He, you know, his you know what he's kind of like? He's kind of like a young George Clooney. He is. That's who Robin yeah. Hood is. And y'all, if Robin Hood stood at this door right now, I'd push this motherfucker out. I wouldn't care if it was <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so uh, the he uh, he that's when Asuelu says, "I feel like Kalani's right. The only time they call me and they need me is when they need money." It is a. It's really sad. It is a hard thing to uh, acknowledge the toxicity of your family, and it's an even harder thing to leave that when you know it's for your own right. good, and you have to have a lot of self awareness. You have to have a lot of confidence and a lot of self-love. And I don't think Asuelu has not any of those. It's literally yeah. not capable. It's too complex for him. Um, and on that note. We should take a break. A sweet little, sweet little <laughs> moment. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, 
what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all, the dog started barking. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Not happen. the dog downstairs. We're, we're working that out. The dog downstairs has been now, the dog walker's coming. The dog across the street is just a vicious mongrel. And the dog walker is a hot gay man oh, who's in Peruvian. a relationship and Poodle's trying to figure it. Y'all, Peruvian dick. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, my, get my barons in there. I need to navigate that relationship. Ooh. Y'all. Gay relationships, when they say, oh, they're almost married, yeah, unless yeah. they're a ring on that finger. Oddly, I know a lot of gay relationships that where they were monogamous mostly when they were dating, and then they got married, and then were in a fucking open, open relationship. relationship. I'm like, like three months after. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Because they love, the, they love the idea of being married, and they realized, oh, wait, we don't get to fuck anybody else. <laughs> I guess so. I know I know gay couples who won't get married for that very reason. Well. They don't want, they like their monogamous relationship and they're afraid they will have to create an open relationship. <laughs> well, but that's good for them that they have that option to just straight people off and don't feel that way. I don't know. I, I think I'd be so jealous if to have an open relationship. I don't know if they could handle it. If anybody. <laughs> there's only one person, I think, who probably would be less open to that too, and that would be Larissa and Jess. 
But other than I that, think I might you're pull third. Up. I think I might like show up like with a knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when I get the call and I'm going to have to come get you. <laughs> Either Maddie, that or I'm going to have to help Maddie, you bury a body. I fucked up real bad. It's a real bad. What a hot dog real bad. All right. All right. Larissa. By the way, y'all, I know a lot of you, but if you're watching Smothered Knows Best, I sent Poodle a clip last night. Oh, it's good. Record it just fast <laughs> to me, in my opinion. Just Ooh. fast forward to the either Mary Brittany moment or the Elena and her mom. What's her oh, mom's name? Uh, Marsha. They're really fucking funny. And they I, are funny. And Elena is really like, she's kind of the most like sarcastic, smart. We didn't see that we didn't Elena see that on, the on the show, show. at she all. She kind of acted like a child. Like yeah. on this show, she, her facial expressions while watching these people do shit is one of the funniest I'd things watch, I've seen. They're, they're, they are the stars. I, I'm telling you, I know you said you wouldn't. I'm like, I would. And she's like drinking champagne. I would totally have a drink with her, Elena. Yeah, too damaged. I bet her mom would be fun too. I bet. Yeah, mom. Could, mom's like she gets, gets three ch- Kendall Jacksons in her. Yeah, or a chocolate martini, and she's ready to go. <laughs> Hello, I'm the chocolate martini, y'all. The chocolate <laughs> martini made an appearance on Lalu. So and some of you said said I wasn't prepared, <laughs> and if you're going to do that, I need to not be driving. I had forgotten how much I enjoyed that voice, um, and I really miss. I'm I really miss Bertani right now. Um, yeah. Someone said, "Are y'all going to cover Smothered on Smothered?" No, it's too much. But we'll eventually do season one, and of course, when Smothered comes back, we will gladly cover. But it. the reason why we're not doing Smothered knows it best, huge, you guys. It got huge ratings this season, y'all. So it's coming back. But Smothered knows best is. It's not good because we can't. It's like pillow talk. It's yeah. them commenting on the. Sh- it's, they're doing what it's we're too doing. Meta. It's too weird. <laughs> so, you guys, Larissa's talking to Carmen in her house, and I just got to say this verbatim that she says along in in Larissa's accent. Uh, she's explaining what happened. After we went to huge fight, Ericky and Ericky's roommate Davidy they tra- threatened me to call the cops on the Mia. <laughs> That was one sentence. That was one sentence. Let me just read that again. <laughs> After a huge fight, Ericky and Ericky's roommate David threatened me to call the cops. Threatened me to call the cops on me. <laughs> it's like absurdism. It I is. love the way she talks. I do too, but it's sometimes uh, it's hard to understand. It's hard to understand. <laughs> Thank God for the subtitles. I know, right? So. Uh, you guys, y'all, it, no one's at the door. It's just Amazon. It's just, it's just, <laughs> That's boy, TLC milked that one, didn't boy, they? They had a cliffhanger and it was just fucking Amazon. I mean, how many Poodle still gets excited? Like, y'all, he the doorbell rings and he's like, Oh, it's a trick because he thinks <laughs> he, he runs downstairs, his like dress Christmas blows morning. in the wind, his one shoe comes off the step, and he looks down to see who's gonna pick up my shoe and put it on. It's no one. In a shoe, in the goo, on the steps of the palace. <laughs> Y'all, no soprano can ever get that right, that timing of that piece. It's a hard song. It's very hard. But you know, do you know how many times, I've done that show several times, how much I have to vamp an extra one because they messed something up? Oh. <sighs> 
if you if you played Cinderella and Into the Woods and you got it right, kudos to you. <laughs> really, maybe Good job. Maybe they just think they got it right. And you learn something new. And- in a shoe, in a stew. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Something you never knew. Me just vamping forever on the steps of the palace. Whew. Every single time. Y'all, when you're go, go, when you go to a musical and you see the music directors one of the hardest working people there, they are. They're just trying to keep it all running for the they wheels are. fall off the wagon. Um. Anyway, you guys. So Larissa goes back home, and right. Anything yeah. else about that? Yeah. Goes back home. The house. She forgot her keys. <laughs> uh, She's just wandering, and Eric comes out shirtless with a with a fucking Sonicare. He he did look attractive there. <laughs> he I would did. say he looked good. With a, I don't want to see his OnlyFans, but y'all. If you've seen his dick, send it to us. Some people have send said it it's Poodle. better than they Some people imagined. said it was, we were wrong. Maybe the, maybe the gift was wrong. I'll be the judge. Send it to Poodle. I don't want the dick pic. Send it to Poodle. Me. Anyway. <laughs> Is that when you think we'll feel famous when we get nudes all the time? Uh, that's I don't when, think we're ever going to get we'll nudes. That's when we'll get me too. <laughs> yeah, y'all, I don't want them. Send them to Poodle. I want Eric's, though. But don't send me yours. Yeah, just yeah. send Poodle Eric's. So Eric's. Eric's. Eric's dicky. Uh, so, she... <laughs> she... Uh, uh, Larissa says in confessional, I believe sometimes I can attract toxic men. <laughs> I'm like... Water, Understatement of the year. Water is wet. Me too, Larissa. You know, but here's the deal: is she does attract toxic men. However, man, Larissa's horrible when she gets angry. You can't reason with her. Yeah, and I think she cannot have a conversation. I want to talk about a bigger problem. We're going to get to it, but um, so uh, he keeps going on. That basically, stuff continues from the previous argument. Uh, he told people about her sex life. Uh, and she said, my vagina, <laughs> vagina, vagina. My, my vagina. She's, but we, this kind of like, we're not going to go over baiting word to word because they try to talk. I will say it's weird to watch Eric talk when he's angry. Y'all, he uses his hands oh, so much to speak. It looks like it's, semaphore. It actually looks like sign language, whereas Rosa, again, <laughs> is just doing like vaudeville. She just cut the sh- number, Frank. We're she done. Was, she was Rosa was just playing uh, 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 win, lose, or draw. Like I, yes, yes. Like I literally thought when she it was or charades. I thought there was going to be a sound effect that go wink, 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 wink. Anyway, I, maybe Rosa just didn't want to talk. Okay, so she just said she was dead. If, if you're listening right now and you know sign language and we're offensive, we're sorry, but it just didn't look real to us. No, no. Anyway, and as you know, Poodles fucked the deaf guy, so he knows. <laughs> More than one. More than one. <laughs> you really had a lot of sex with There's people. There's a lot of hot deaf gay guys. I got Don't in no real, a lot of trouble for saying that with the previous deaf guy I dated. It's like, no, it's just that the deaf guy, the deaf guys you know are gay, and just like really, I'm like, I thought it'd be funny we could talk about it. He wasn't amused. It wasn't amused. No. Um. So anyway, I was glad for him to be gone. So they're like fighting, da, 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 da. but then we get to this like, Eric wants an apology, Larissa wants an apology, but then Larissa says that it kind of broke my heart, kind of in her uh in confessional where she says like basically. 
I felt like a loser. Yeah. What and he said about me. And all, basically, she took this, not that, not that she hated that he betrayed her, is that he told all these women that sex with her was that bad, and it made her feel like not really a woman. That yeah. broke my heart. It broke my, and Larissa said, I don't have a lot of experience with sex. Whew. Which y'all... Don't judge a book I bet by that's a cover. True. Just because a woman looks like Larissa, Larissa, I think let's talk about our own judgments. We all just assume that she's fucked a lot of I dicks. I bet that that's true. And yeah, I think it's true as well. And I think it kind of really it made me really sad. Actually, make yeah, it made me sad because we see the plastic surgery, yeah, the constant thinking of herself, the constant trying to look better. Trying is that. Larissa feels unlovable. And she feels like a Barbie doll. If she's a Barbie doll, she will be loved and she will be the ultimate sex object. Yes. And that is, and that is to, to be loved, to be loved. Um, I just had one more thought about Eric. You guys remember that thing, Coney 2012? That, and that guy, crazy guy, Jake. Uh, Jason who did it who's like the blonde guy who had like uh, no. you remember Coney 2012? Coney 2012 the blonde guy Jason who went nuts and went was naked in San Diego yelling on the street oh yeah yes. remember, he was he was doing that with his hands that's oh, what I was. think of when I see Eric is oh. Jason from Coney 2012 because wasn't that like a famous guy no we're well, not really famous but that took over the internet for a while but I think he was like a speaker or something in he real was. life. I, He's like, we're going to end child blah, blah. And it was basically, they fucked up and the organization they were helping was really a right-wing Christian group and they didn't know it. I'm explaining this poorly. But that basically happened. Um, that I wanted to kill to gay like people. a podcast or something about that he years ago. He seems so gay, too. He does. Yeah. yeah. But and the, when he was naked, all tweaked out, that's what Eric looks like. Agreed. You can find that video, by the way. <laughs> I enjoyed watching it. So you guys, she basically says then, I'm never going to forgive you for this. Consider yourself bearded in my my life. Bearded. 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 (laughs) Y'all, there's something I could listen to Larissa talk for hours and just find it absolutely delightful. Not even to make fun of it. Just there's something about it that I just love. I get it. (laughs) Anyway. Maybe you'll meet her one day. I hope so. She's like, can you do me? <laughs> she probably would like it. She would. She'd have fun with it. She would. Uh, anyway, so she said, uh, I think that's about that's it. That's all I have. And I feel, I feel, she's like, I feel bad as a woman. Ugh. You guys. I, yeah. I, you know, like, yeah, Larissa's, Larissa's got a questionable past and she's done some really bad shit, but there's something about, she plucks my heartstrings I, and I know I'm a gay guy. I, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel sorry for her too. Anyway, let's move on to someone <laughs> who does does not pluck at my heartstrings. Tania but yet we're angry at her and Sinjin. Tania um, and Sinjin. I will. I have to keep repeating this. Bitch is always put together perfectly. She looks beautiful now that she's on season. because she saw that season. She saw last season. She's like, oh my god. She's like, what was I wearing? Because <laughs> this whole episode, she looks beautiful. Impeccable. The whole thing. Impeccable. She knew. Bitch saw that edit and went, oh my god, I can never look that way Linda on television from again. The melanated way was right. Uh, she was right about that one. Yeah. 
Um, I'm so glad there's fucking air wolf over us. Something's happening. If you hear a helicopter, it is not us. I didn't do a thing, for allegedly. Once, for once. Y'all, so... Um, Sinjin's going to see his brother, uh, uh, Dylan. Dylan. Um, and so, y'all, I think Dylan had the same thing that, you know, because my mom had knee surgery, and then she yeah. had a blood clot that went to her chest that thankfully went the other way. But, y'all, especially, just so you know, if you... Uh, Was your mother also rock climbing? Yes. <laughs> And by rock climbing, meaning she was walking down some steps from her knitting group. Okay. Good to um, know. Y'all, if you're, um, actually, she was putting up Christmas decorations <laughs> on the stepladder. It's not funny. And the dog <laughs> almost made her trip. So, y'all, um, here's the deal. I just want to say as a PSA, especially if you're having surgery on actually your knees or your elbows, those really are areas of your body that are can be prone to move or not be, can be prone to blood clots. So just make sure, talk to your doctor about that. I'm not going to give you medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm just going to say, if you have surgery in those areas, talk to your doctor and let them know. The more you know. That may be the Ooh. only bit of medical advice we've ever given out on this show. If you notice, so I just, I, I, I walked up to advice and then stopped <laughs> and said, talk to your doctor. But just a little bit of knowing. At, besides the part when I told everyone that they need to try thumbing, and then everyone, which I made, which is something I made up, which is when someone puts a thumb in a woman's urethra, yeah, and and someone's mm-hmm. like, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like I'm like y'all, I made that up. We know nothing about women's genitalia. No, no. y'all yeah. don't pull over. Good God. Is it Armageddon? I, I saw Is some, Robocop outside? I saw some police earlier. I hope there's not oh, like anything. Jesus. If y'all, if you watch some of the news, I just had a uh, friend Facebook message me. How are the riots out there? I'm like, what? There's not any riots out here anymore. So y'all, check your news sources because <laughs> we've been pretty peaceful for about the last two months here yeah, in Los Angeles. Yeah, been pretty peaceful. So just, you know. So uh, we... Uh, she. Uh, what am I talking about? Oh, Tania and Sinjin. Tania, basically, Tania. They get in the car. They're going to go see the brother, uh-huh. uh huh, Dylan. And he kind of speeds out. She freaks out. She freaks out mostly because you guys. And she starts crying. This broke my heart again. And she's had. God, I hate that I feel something for her. I want to hate Tania so bad, y'all. I want to fucking rip her a new one. But Every she's single beautiful time she's on screen. And she's understandable. <sighs> and she makes sense. This is so frustrating, this, y'all. It's like, it's so hard because, y'all, you do. I, I knock on wood, I've never been in a, in a bad accident. Have you? I have not. So, um... My uh, my partner has, and he's still, and he was with his cousin, and then someone like opened the door, and like the door got ripped off by a car speeding by, so we could, oh my god we could be in a street with no cars coming, but if my if I'm driving and I get out, he's like careful careful, so like that kind of trauma just yeah those things stay with you, and this just happened to her. Um. Oh. So she's, and he kind of laughs, and he laughs because not at her reaction, that, but that, that it kind of like, oh, I didn't really know about that. Because Sinjin does care about her oh, deeply. He just doesn't. Yeah. It's what, um. Oh. Things roll off his back, you guys. Oh, I'm blanking. The guy who wrote fucking, um, 
Oh God! Oh, he this was, is the worst game of he, he was, celebrity he was in ever. The, the Holocaust. He became a psychiatrist. Ilizel. Uh, uh, yeah. What's the book he wrote? Um, Night. No, no. Oh, wait, not. No, it's. <sighs> he was in the hall. He wrote. Uh, it was a. We're gonna move his on. His sister. <laughs> I read it. His sister went the other way. She died. He got. <sighs> We're gonna move on. Stop worrying what you're doing. <laughs> move on. Are you just gonna look up Holocaust <laughs> survivor? You know, it's a really, really good. Book. I'll keep going while you, <sighs> um, while you talk. So anyway. So she's still traumatized from the accident. She is um, still tra- traumatized. Uh, anyway, so they meet Dylan, and it's like a really sweet thing. He's like, "Bry," and and I have to say, Dylan's body is amazing. It is his, his face. His face kind of it's quite Princess Bridey for yes. me. Man, um, search for meeting. Oh, That's Victor Frankel. Victor Frankel. In and if I'll you would have said "Man, search for meeting," Victor. I Frankel. couldn't remember the name. In Man, search Victor Frankel talks about. How trauma... Was he an actual psychiatrist? Yeah, he went on and did that. He did that afterwards, yeah. Oh, okay. Afterwards, because of all... I, uh, I didn't think... I thought he was a different degree. Like I, psychiatrist or psychology? Yeah. Maybe psychology. Yeah, I think it's psychology. But it in that field. Yeah. Um, but he talks about... But he talks... If you ever want to read a book, I know people are like, I Victor don't want to read... Victor Frankel will break you, y'all. It's a great book, especially in these times. But yeah. It really is very interesting a lot about his perspective of trauma yeah, and that's psychology. F-R-A-N-K-L. And trauma, y'all, here's the deal with trauma, is what he talks about. It is uh, ab- an ab- abnormal traumatic situation always elicits an abnormal response, right. and that is normal. Right. So it's like, so anyway, I say that to y'all because I think that's such a good what happens in our life. Y'all, when Poodle gets freaked out because he can't hear because there's somebody outside <laughs> in the alley going hey 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 there's a reason for he's it. an hsp and like i have to understand his situation and so i actually kudos to sinjin and tania because he kind of was like i'm so sorry that's not what i meant and i have to i was shocked and i have to let you sing everything because you weren't allowed to make make a lot of sounds when, when you're child when you're a child besides being called a faggot Matt, turn the goddamn music <laughs> down. I can't fucking hear NASCAR. Matthew, you watch your wrists. Stand strong with the wrist strong, boy. <laughs> okay, Daddy. Oh, God. Oh, um, God. So, anyway. So, he sees the brother immediately. Carl, <laughs> could you order me that book on trauma? I think I need it. Frank, Victor Frankel? Frankel. Is he in Crump's cabinet? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Carl's wife's life is sad, y'all. <laughs> anyway, just y'all twenty curlers twenty four seven twenty four seven. Uh, so you know, Sinjin immediately just almost gets emotions. Like I'm the guy who 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 cries now. He's like in South Africa, we're taught to show our hardness, not our softness. Mm. And y'all, South Africa, I bet- love that. Between Ronald and Sinjin, I don't think it's easy to be gay there. No. It's not definitely. I think um, it's probably think a good thing that um, um, Tiffany's son's not going to live there. <laughs> so you uh, anyway, we're uh, he says that, and then he kind of curls up on the couch, and that's when most of the internet and I agree we saw ball. 
Do you think that was his ball? Yes. I didn't know. Do you think it was? I yes. thought they looked like they were hanging to the right. No. We saw his fucking brain. We saw fucking sack. Wow. Either that or the piece of his uncut dick. I thought it looked like maybe because if you look at it, his balls look like they're hanging to the right. Well, then we saw his or, dick. Then I don't know what it was. All I know is I saw a flesh-colored just nugget sitting there, just waving and saying, "Hey there, welcome to South Africa." <laughs> <laughs> I want you to wait and see for a long time because you know Sinjin goes commando, y'all. There's no doubt in my he mind. He probably doesn't wear he, underwear. He barely wears shoes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Y'all, I hope he's not we, were treated, he's we were treated to a piece of Sinjin's meat and veg. I missed it. Right there. Oh, I'll show it to you. I, I saved it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyway, y'all, we saw, we actually saw, they, I don't know how they missed that. I don't know how they did you either. You can see it. Really? Yes. Clearly a straight man or lesbians editing they're not looking at the just going by they're just they're they're Looks just good gone. to me so anyway he's they're they're talking he he's like will you gain weight brah uh and he's like yeah i love i love the pizzas two for one i do kind of love that sinjin would be that guy tanea it's it's a two for one we got i take the deal <laughs> i don't know what that accent was but we'll move on <laughs> um anyway so she's uh and anyway he he, they, it's a sweet moment. He's like, I really love you, uh, and you see just the softest side of Sinjin. You do softest side of Sinjin. Um, <sighs> anyway, they decide, you guys, he's gonna go out with his friends and raise like holy hell and get drunk and raise trouble. And she's like, I just hope it's not too much. However, again, Tania's like, I'm just gonna let him go and get it out of his system. And I'm like. <laughs> A lot of women wouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. Libby would fucking go with Andre. Ugh. Andre. She would go with Andre. him. Andre. And again, I was like, Tania, fucking kudos. <sighs> can we not talk about it? I mean, she can is we, so Can we not talk about how much we like her anymore? <sighs> I know. I know. It's very do upsetting. We? So here's my question to you. Well, hold on. We're going to get to it. So then Tania is walking around with her mother-in-law and uh, Sinjin's wise, sage sister. Oh, she's so smart. Charmaine? Sharis. Sharis, whatever. And um, so they're walking along, and they're in this market, and they're kind of just talking about Sinjin and their relationship, and the mom is talking to her a lot of, like, um, basically kind of like, um, oh, I lost my place. I, I just have to Thank interrupt. You. Do you think, you know, mom has got, Mom's seen some stuff. There's some sun damage on her face, and she's kind of perpetually frowning. Do you think mom kind of looks like Grumpy Cat? <laughs> like, she is always a little. Yeah, she's a little frowning. Dowager Countess. <laughs> little down in the dumps. I'm telling y'all, someone put a picture of Sinja's mom and Grumpy Cat next to each other. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I think she's a lovely woman. I think but... so too. <laughs> That's all I could think of was Grumpy Cat. Agree. Agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, Mama Sinjin. Um, but they basically, they, it was nice to have this time with, ten, with Tania. It was nice. And they, 
and, and mom it, was like, I want her to be comfortable with us because we're her right. family. Yeah, they have been they've been some of the best in laws. I, I don't think anybody else who's been a, any better, except for maybe Michaels. That's true, and we'll get to that. But they 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 require it's transactional on Michael's side. Yes, for certain yeah, things it is. Um, these she, they're just asking. I hope you'll let him be him. And she's like, yeah, and then, but I just told him I wanted to be the party guy but for all time. But then she started crying, and again, it was an appropriate cry. It was an appropriate and it made cry, sense, and I felt for and her. And it made sense because she's so afraid he's not going to commit to her because he's Mr. Party Guy. And it made sense because that's the thing a normal person would do, not just Tania, who's an awful shrew. <laughs> it's, and it makes sense for y'all out there that are like, I want this guy to marry because if I marry him, it will lock it down. Y'all, if they're a wondering man yep. before you marry, they're going to be a wondering man, man afterwards. <laughs> Lord, I was born a traveling man. <laughs> Trying to make a living and doing the best I can. That's all I know. Well, I know too. Anyway. Um, That's all I've got about the those that crew. Well, mom says things like, I do think they bring up some things where mom's like, she's like, does he seem happy there? And to me, it's like, you know, I compromise, which is true. She's like, I compromise a lot of things that I've never done. And, and now I'm asking him to compromise. And the mom's like, do you want to change him? And she's like, I, we talk about partying, but they talk about how, you know, again, the sister is like, <clears throat> Sin just, just thinks it's hard to ha- settle down, and I think Tania can be a little bit controlling. Um, but the thing that, like, was, like, really, to me, um, <clears throat> that I remember whose side, because it was, listen, sometimes I'm scared. I just don't know if he's going to settle down. Tania's crying. And the last thing is the mom says, sometimes you need to relax, and I think she should realize what he has sacrificed. So mom is still going to be on Team yeah, Sinjin's side. I agree. That's all I've got about those two. Yeah, it was normal. What's that? We're fighting. Beavis a butthead. I, they were annoying. I never could watch them. They were unruly. They didn't listen to their parents, and I did not enjoy them. You they, were the model child. They, uh-uh. Fight, fight, fight. People started fights because of them and started fires. Eddie, I loved it. Mr. Proctor, Mr. Proctor put a post on his bulletin <laughs> board about how we shouldn't watch them. Oh, it was, it was so subversive. It was too much. It was like gar- it was a little like it was like white a, male rage, but it was. But yeah. it was like garbage pail kids. Don't make th- fun of something so pure. <laughs> I love my cabbage patch kids. Pale kids. The, first they of were all, mean and gross. No, they were awful. But like there was a place where I loved garbage pail kids. I love, but See, I love my, cabbage patch. My kids. kid would want to destroy something your child would put up because or, or I want you. to. I want to oh. smash the patriarchy. Yeah. Not me. I wanted to fit in. I know. That's what that was different about us. That yeah, that we could take different ways. Yeah. Mm, mine's better. Anyway. Yeah. And look yeah. how you now you're just a mincing, prancing, lisping queen. Yeah, and everybody knows you as such a sweetie pie. <laughs> you know what? I keep it real. <laughs> you don't have to be you know, women, you don't have to be sweet in this world. You can keep it real too. Yeah. And then they'll call you a bitch. Unfortunately, but that's the way. <laughs> that's the way. Life that's works. the way life works. Speaking of someone who's probably been called that before, let's talk about Libby Andre and Libby. Talk about Libby and Andre. Oh. Andre, Andre. Y'all, this is honestly. I don't know how much I want to say about this whole thing, except for the highlights. Except for I this agree. was a big alcohol fueled melee. Yeah, where 
they both uh, between Andre and Charlie. It's like uh, who has the biggest dick? Now, yes, uh, both of them were drunk. Both of them were drunk. I think Andre was more drunk. Yeah. Um, Can we do, let's just hit the highlights? Yeah, I think um, um, we're not. Yeah, we don't need to go through it all. But basically, they're fi- they're still fighting from when we thought they were. They ruined the the makeout we thought was going to happen right. from last week. The lead up and the brother uh, Radu basically says that Charlie and Andre are a lot alike, which is why they're fighting. And I think he's got something that there. Brother should be a president or a king because he's fucking <laughs> level headed as he shit. Is. Even though his wife is like, kill him. <laughs> Although she's beautiful, she'd be she's a great so, first lady. She's so beautiful. Would she be a great yes. prime minister's wife? I agree. She's. I want to. I want to hang out with him because I think he would be very nice. And be, and then she would just kind of read us. Yeah, I love her. I do too. Let's see. And then when he was assassinated, she could be the prime minister. It's fine. Yeah, and we could, <laughs> and I could do her hair, and you could play music. And mm-hmm. she's like, "We could keep playing. I'm not done with drink." Uh, <laughs> okay, Miss Queen. I liked Miss Queen. I liked it when uh, when uh, Chuck said, "We treat people with respect who are guests in our country." Mic drop, y'all. Chuck, <laughs> y'all. Okay. Ooh, just Did, take take that. Do you think, um, regardless of what, we're not going to get into politics. No, not politics. Y'all, we personally know people. There's some sissies in our squad that are fucking being slumlorded by Chuck yeah. and his family yeah. that are literally scared to death of where they're going to live because Chuck and them haven't paid the fucking mortgages on their places and aren't not doing anything and they're... But, I'm not even going to go to the logistics. And I'm not even going to go into like people who are guests in our country. Like, uh, we're talking, how many times have you been in your town? You're like, fucking tourists. Exactly. You're, you're rolling your eyes, not to mention the kids in cages at the border. Anyway, what was that saying? Yeah. yeah. What was that saying? And, and Chuck, y'all look. Jake and I have said, you know what, actually, this show is, this show has made me be even more grateful to be an American and I love agree. my country even more. And, and you, but, but when you do came it the back right from way. China, you were like, I almost kissed the ground if it wasn't LAX and I yeah. might get Corona. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, ow, there's a piece of gum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we are very grateful to be U.S. citizens. Yeah. I'm very happy to live here. But there's, this idea that Chuck has, it's not even an American thing. It's that he is in his personal life, no matter what country yeah. he's from, he is such a piece of shit person. Yeah, American exceptionalism, you guys, uh, uh, ex- manifests itself in very gross ways. But it's offensive to me as someone who actually, yeah. not that I'm the best person in the world, but someone who tries to be a good person, someone who does try to be a good American. Right. Him equivocating my, my sense of good country to him being a piece of shit slumber that takes advantage of I agree. people. I'm totally. like. Fuck you. You don't even, you don't, you shouldn't even touch the flag. You're an asshole. <laughs> He'd probably fuck in it. He probably yeah, would. He's so gross. He's such a piece of shit. Um, he can, she can fuck off and so would his like dumb fuck son. Yeah. Um, who, so, Charlie has a small dick. It's y'all. not big. That's what this is all about. Yeah. Is that they can't, you know what? This happens to some men. They can't acknowledge homosexual. Just even no, I'm not saying all men are gay, but some men have this competitive. <laughs> a lot of them are. It happens in nature. Guess who wins in nature? The guy with oh, I had the hiccups. The guy with <laughs> no. the biggest dick. 
Um, I don't know Charlie, if that's true, but that's As funny. Poodle says, Charlie is like an almond in a bird's nest. <laughs> bird's nest almond, y'all. Yeah, bird's you know nest that, almond. You know, a mat, picture a bird's nest, a beautiful bird's nest, and then just a tiny almond in it. That's what Charlie's whole pubic region looks like. Yep. Bird's nest with an almond. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, y'all... She's Libby's blasting him for his drinking. He's drunk, and he's Very going. Drunk. He's going crazy. And um, he, well, I, I just want to say because we we say Libby never takes up for him. However, she tried to. When Chuck said that about American and the way we treat people, she said, "Cut the bullshit. Yep. You're just as bad as he. You're." And and to be frank. Everyone, everyone, uh, all the men who the three men, Chuck, Charlie, and Andre, were in were in the wrong here. All, all three of them. Yeah, and Libby was even though she didn't know it was egging everyone on by saying, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. It was like, "I'm not going to talk to you when you're like this. I'm leaving now, that, or I'm not going to even deal with you." Y- y'all, when people are like this, and again, if your brother Especially and husband want to fight, it is not your job. Go with God and let them do their get thing. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of the situation. You get and the take friends care of and you. say, we're going to let these fuckers beat we're it gonna out. We're going to let them fucking beat it out and look like idiots. Hey, yeah. hey, hot uh, sister-in-law, I forget your name. You want to maybe go make <laughs> out and have a shot of vodka? She is hot as fuck. She is hot. Uh, anyway, so Chuck then says, he tries to apologize to you beautiful people of Moldova I, w- I don't want you to hold that against Moldova what's happened tonight because you guys have been so great. Does he not realize how fucking privileged he sounds privileged and gross? And stupid it is to say, I'm not going to hold this one event over an entire country, you know, cause that's <laughs> because that's what somebody would say when they I come think to America. matters about your country. Y- exactly. Yeah. Like, do you think someone who is visiting your, your U.S. during like, I don't know, something bad happening. And, oh, what a piece I, of shit. I did enjoy some other highlights where he's like, I'm not going to like fight your fattest brother. And she's like, stop calling my brother fat. <laughs> she did say that. <laughs> don't call him fat. I took up for him on the playground. Um, I, and I, I, I like it when he's like, I would fuck him up so easily. <laughs> it was. I got a little hot. It there. was really hot. Uh, but I, I, y'all, I don't think violence is hot. Every even drunk Andre, it's even though I thought he, I thought he was really really like too much, especially when he like was yelling at her to get in the car. You're my wife. Do what I say. It was a lot. I did not like that at all. Ugh. I would be I would be better when he was home and horning. Yeah, uh, that that's the Andre I would want. When he's like, "You're leaving because you're my fucking wife." I'm it's like, "Awful." This yeah. is really abusive to gross. talk to one gross, another. Gross. They Gross. talk to each other horribly. They do. And so, it, oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's fine. Question for you because we've talked about this a lot, and people talked about it in our sissy squad. Y'all come and I send the sissy squad a private Facebook. We have fun group. there. Poop says we have fun in there. And by the way, I'm, my iPad down died, so I'm looking on my phone. Um, shocking. Shocking. So, so here's the deal. Um, do you think this was fake? Because we've talked a lot about their storyline. So, do you think this was fake? Um, this seemed less fake than a lot of other things. Yeah, to me, most it of it like, involved their family and friends. I think possibly producers might have 
aggravated and set the yeah. seeds. But I think the producers know exactly what lighter fluid to place exactly where with Andre and Libby. It it may have been a lot of these things happen and then they restage them. So yeah. I think this could have happened and then they restaged it. I don't know if they restaged this. It seems it felt so, pretty real. Yeah. I mean, unless Libby just she didn't make it in her acting career, but she's a fucking Meryl Streep. I will say, Libby had uh, red wine lips for days. Days. <laughs> days. And Andre had, like, little beautiful, like, beautiful red, red cheeks. Beautiful flush. And I just wanted to see him, oh. like, over me, pummeling me with those red cheeks. Or just like, you know, I would be fine if he said, time for tea, and just teabagged me. <laughs> oh. 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 Andre, I can't breathe. I don't care. Stop! (laughs) That hurts my ears. Even teabagging. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, we would both beg for it for Andre. I know some of you say he's disgusting. I couldn't handle it. That man does something to me. I don't know what it is. We're not saying we're a good per. He's a good person. No, we're you, just saying you don't he have fuck. to be a good person to fuck, y'all. Skeletor can fucking get with it. <laughs> I've Skeletor have, takes down that hood, and he's gonna rim I your know. ass forever, and then fuck you with that I ram have, head. I have fucked so. <laughs> I have fucked so many bad people. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> That is fair. <laughs> but some knew what to fuck, though. Some oh, of them cool. are even, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of anyway. them are out of prison now for fraud <laughs> and selling drugs. I need to call him. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I haven't did that many jailbirds. Only one or two. Did your mother know that? No. <laughs> Y'all. What if I told you know Mother how, Poodle? You know how there's things that you'll tell your mother, like, you tell your mother, like, after college that you did and then something you tell your mother in your 30s something you tell your mom in your 40s and she's like oh really and something maybe in your 50s and then some things you never tell them to the grave yeah that's the one of them get dropped y'all by the till way the casket drop yesterday i came over Wet and ass pussy <laughs> and sometimes sometimes when i get here if Poodle's on the phone. I know that means his mother called. <laughs> and so he was on the phone, and I hear, oh, yeah, the podcast is going well. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we love our listeners. Poodle's talking about the show, and then I hear pause. Well, I don't know if you can be able to listen to it. It's kind of hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> My father asked, can you send me one of those podcasts? <laughs> My father would be so confused. <laughs> Father Poodle, y'all wouldn't know what to do. You're gonna have Father to, Poodle's like seventy six years old. You'll have to send him like armchair <laughs> expert and say it's Matt and Nas alias. Say, this his is his name is Dax and I play the woman Monica. <laughs> <laughs> because if you played Dax, he would say, "Son, I didn't know you were sober now." Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I. I'll have to. I'll find something. Maybe, maybe I'll just send him like a Reuters podcast, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's like me reading like To Kill a Mockingbird. Am I gonna have to make a <laughs> fake podcast with you? <laughs> He'll forget it. It's fine. Maybe he, we. He, he had already gotten we'll his homemade this. wine. Okay, this is if it really happens, y'all sissies. This is what we're gonna do. This is what's gonna happen. 
Y'all gonna, we're gonna make a, we'll have to make a fake episode. Welcome to 90 Day Gays. gays. Uh, uh, we're, today we're gonna talk, talk about, about uh, uh, fiancés and the love they have for one another. When mm. they are together in mm-hmm. a room with the bed the and bed. Uh, they're, you know, um, so, I've, I've heard there's no better land than in the upstate of South Carolina. I've heard that too. Okay. Um, Let's talk about um let's talk about Andre. You know, he's quite attractive, but I don't want to fetishize him. So let's talk about his uh, brain. Oh. <laughs> and you know what? He thinks he seems like Andre's got a good head for business on his shoulders. But I agree. Good yeah. for him. I good, think it's going to make it good in this business world. Plan. Mm-hmm. On to the next. The, let's the talk podcast about Angela. The, Boy, I hope she quits smoking. The podcast would be like 13 minutes, y'all. It'd be 13 minutes. So if we ever have to do that, we will prep y'all no, before. No, that and that's say, you the guys, one I'm sending to Father we're Poodle. We're dropping the step. That's going to Father Poodle. <laughs> I love it. We got to lay you know the groundwork now. I think my now. mom could handle it. She would go, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. Actually, no, that's not true. Because she would be horrified of the things that I've shared about her. <laughs> but y'all, I've said this before, though. She'd it, at the live shows. I'm desperately trying to get her to join in, and not not come as a physical person. But we're gonna beam her okay, by satellite. I think that's best because I'm just gonna say this: like, if we're at a live show, I'm already handling you. I can't. You handle can't her. handle my mother. It's too and my, much and for y'all, me. Mama, mother poodle needs handling, and I can't. <laughs> I, and Jake, I, when I say handle, he's fine. He'll just get a little nervous and have to drink, and I'll have to do his makeup to calm my nerves. Yeah, Mother Poodle, y'all. Mother Poodle was a whole she thing. Would dis, she would derail everything. <laughs> she would. She would. The show would but, start 20 minutes late. But then but then she'd say, I, I, I didn't know I had fans. Oh. She would. Y'all would get her pictures with her. She would be like. <laughs> she'd be embarrassed, but then she'd like start feeling her shit. And y'all would talk about how much you love her son. And then she would say, golly. She's like, well, I I love him too. I think you did better things than your brother. Yeah, they already think that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Y'all come at us if you're the favorite child, even though though they love my brother's kids so, so much. I think I was until now my parents think, never mind. Um, All right. Let's get into Angela and Michael. Michael, uh, they're on a boat, y'all. <laughs> they're on a boat. Uh, I, I, the funniest thing is, I didn't have a ton of to say about this. They're talking about. Um, I wrote a lot for them, but later. Uh, basically, if you, the, she's, they're t- still talking about the baby, and if uh, he said, you know, she says, if you don't have a child, uh, are you going to stick by me? And he says, yes, which was a big deal. It's and a he's big like, deal. well. As I shouldn't. Yes. Um, I just want to go back to when they're in the car and Michael says, Baby, are you going to smoke on our wedding day? Michael, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> she does say that. That would be like, like yes, I'm not going to smoke inside the chapel. I'm going to go outside to smoke. That would be like, hint, if you're a gay man and you end up marrying Poodle, if you turn to Poodle and say, Jake, are you going to drink on our wedding day? Uh, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> you're going to get that reaction. That's what a wedding is for. I don't understand dry weddings, y'all. No one is pleased at a dry wedding. I think I would only no have like one. a drink or two. I don't want to get too tipsy on my wedding. 
I'm not going to get tipsy no, at I'm not my wedding. You are. I'm saying at have my reception, been... I'm getting blasted. Have you ever? Oh, after the wedding? Yes. <laughs> Y'all, you got your lifetime to like fuck each other. Just get blasted and pass out together in your wedding dress. There's something romantic that like about it. Sounds like a great reception. <laughs> wow, but that does sound a little romantic. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, he brings up the mom, and she refuses to understand the idea of how important the blessing is. Yes, she just is like, "I don't. You need to live your own life." Yep. And uh, I'm like, the, and we're going to see this later. It's they're having this boat conversation. And I went, hmm. <clears throat> Something doesn't feel right about this. Like I feel like suddenly Michael says he's fine with this. This doesn't make sense. And then later we go to, uh, uh, we're headed to a cake tasting. Yeah. Uh, and he said, she says, y'all, y'all's icing is so good. The restaurant or the cake place is called Cakes and Cream. Cakes and Cream. Also what they called me in college. Big old <laughs> Cakes and Creams. Hey, boys. <laughs> you know I've got Cakes and Cream for you. Yeah, it's, it's running out yes there, boy. <laughs> Shh, be quiet. <laughs> you should know. <laughs> Cakes and cream. It's fat week. <laughs> I'll pledge. Anyway, anyway, so they are there with Aunt Lydia and the sister Buki. I love that name, Lydia. Um, um, Aunt Lydia from I. Every time I hear Aunt Lydia, I think of Handmaid's Tale. Um. So but, so they ask her. They're like so. Um. Um. Basically, so they're basically talking to them, and um, but this thing is like when Am- they're talking about that, what's something that really they're having the cake, and then they're talking, and what was it? Because I can't remember what when Angela said, "I'm not going to change my line on this." Or, uh, it was smiled. because um, he she said, uh, "We're going to have an American wedding. Oh, Michael's yeah. going to wear a suit, and I'm going to wear a wedding dress." Which okay, so they had a Nigerian engagement party, so. I get that. That I can sound to see, but the way Angel—that's very southern. The way she did it, of, I'm not going to change. I'm on not going to change my mind on this. And you smile. Poodle does that if I piss him off, and he says, "Well, we'll just see what happens." And he smiles and walks away. <laughs> or, or I say, uh, "I think I think we've talked about this before." Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, it's a very that southern means there's thing no more do. discussion. And you know what? I do it too. I'm going to come by it honestly. Um, so for the spousal abuse that you. Spousal visa, you guys, they need a big wedding. Yes. And Aunt Lydia says, we will take care of everything. We will, because Angela says, look, we, we've we had to pay for all this with the visa. It's been expensive, back and forth. And Aunt Lydia yeah. says, we will pay for everything. So my question to you, Poodle, is it in good taste if your family is paying for your entire wedding to not to have a quote-unquote American wedding if they're not To here? have a lot of asks? About what you want the wedding to be, I think you and need I go back and forth on this because there's some people like an Amer- you know, if you're paying for the wedding, okay, it's not your wedding. You offered just to pay for it, but so well, I'm asking where you've in this in the U.S. It's traditional for the bride's family to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen as much anymore. No, um, usually it's like it's not even the parents paying for the wedding a lot. A lot of times it's usually, just a couple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say this needed to be something that should have been talked over about, oh, a year ago. Yeah. Um, or at least three months ago mm-hmm. and not a surprise. Mm-hmm. I think it probably has been. Um, 
What I have a problem with is how insistent Angela is upon this a wedding will be an American wedding. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, Aunt Lydia and Buki are being real nice here. The thing is, it's that I feel like she loves a free wedding. Angela loves a free wedding. So question. Well, we're going to get into this later. And so, but so I agree with that too. I was a little like, mm, Angela, if they're paying for your wedding girl, like maybe have a blend. Like, does it hurt you to have some Nigerian things at your wedding? I would say she would fight that tooth and nail because it's got to be her way. But even, me, even if people are paying for it. But to it. me, this is a metaphor because we talk about this later. They start talking about the baby. She tells him that she doesn't have an egg and that she probably can't right. have a baby. And Aunt Lydia says, like, this is going to be a big problem. And, yes. um, and the aunt's like, and I'm afraid it's not going to happen. And she's like, and I'm not putting up with no side chicks. So she's, she's like, not I'm having not a second this. wife, no I'm third wife. This. And then, then at the end, we have Michael who says, she doesn't know that I personally want a baby. And that's what this... That hurts me really deeply, actually. So this is what <sighs> I... I have a couple questions. My first question is, or thought, Your really. shorts are too short because I can see your underwear every oh, time. I hate long shorts. I got to show up my gams. Um, but, but maybe get shorter underwear. I'm like Angela. I'm heavy on top. Shorter underwear. You know, they're fine. They're boxer <laughs> briefs. I, I wear I don't wear boxer briefs I wear uh, trunk briefs I want you to so focus I want you to close your eyes <laughs> fine and I want you to imagine that you're close your I eyes I don't want to have to see your underwear and that all the you're time. doing laundry okay and I want you to imagine that you're folding your underwear okay and I want you to imagine what they look like <laughs> I've got some really cute underwear because a lot of them have holes. And a lot of them are so fucking small, they barely cover your junk. You know what? I have seen your nuts so much when I used to be your roommate. I I have really sexy underwear. And <sighs> and I'm going to stand by that. Well, you keep looking because I don't <laughs> no, you're fucking fair. care. I've got some holes in my underwear. And, and he but I don't them- wear those for nice occasions. <laughs> You know they're very comfortable. You know we, you know, Come at me if you've got some whole panties, ladies. Yeah, you know, we've or boys. We have some people that have jumped to the eight dollar film. I think you could buy yourself all new underwear. Maybe that's your twenty twenty goal. Uh, well, I don't, I don't value money the same way you do. I'm um, not, I'm not counting every bit that comes my I way. I just value not seeing your monkey brains. <laughs> Fair enough. So anyway. Fair enough. So my one thing is, do you think, and I just feel like Angela's not compromising on anything at all. Uh, no, you're right. Because really, what is Angela sacrificing to marry Michael? Uh, and I legitimately If he is that. going to move to the U.S., not a lot. Because she wants him to move to the U.S. Yeah. So what is she... What is Michael sacrificing marrying Angela? His whole life. His family. Being but a parent. It's that American his, exceptionalism that I was talking about I know, before. But yeah. and I, I'm just I'm using this actually as a point. Yeah. She feels like that's all worth it because you get to be an American. Sorry, there are people talking outside and I'm Sorry. distracted. Um, um, it's bullshit. I it, agree. It's, it really, I just really... It's hard for me to like Angela. You said I, this earlier before I, we started. Y'all, ever since that episode about, about two episodes ago. She made him cook. With that whole thing with her cooking. I, it's, and, it's just she's ugh. really dug into this like nationalist. I'm the better one I here. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I have a hard time finding common ground with her. Because I really feel like 
Y'all, if Look, you're in a relationship, you both should try to do things that right. are kind to the other person. And, and what this doesn't happen. And what this show does well, you guys, is make us identify with someone who is different than us. It does. And, That's a good point. And they have fallen so short with Angela. And, and Angela's done for me, per, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I don't think this is scripted either, too. Do no, you? no. Because I am part of like, well, why don't y'all just get a surrogate? Why yeah. is that just talked about? Or why don't you just, you know... But I guess, does Angela yeah. not want, is she also part of her boundaries is I think, Michael can't have a baby with another woman's egg? I feel like she would prefer it to be in her family so she can be more controlling. That's kind of where I am with it. That's all I've got about those two. I That's don't want to talk about it anymore. And finally, Harley. good God. Oh. So, y'all, let's talk about the elephant in the room. I know, I'm sorry. Again. <laughs> Gonna let that one slide. Um, Only that time uh, when I reminded you you're alone. There, <laughs> we're even. I mean, now. you're like completely alone. <laughs> I mean, you don't have anybody. I mean, you sleep and there's like a cold spot next to you. <laughs> like no one's here. No one cares if you live or die. <sighs> anyway, y'all, we know the shit hit the fan the last two weeks uh, for Paul and Craney. Yeah, and uh, and here's the thing. Paul's a creep. Paul's a loser. He's a loser, yes. Paul's not a good person. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, we have never said he's not. Yeah. Ever. And I want to say again that... And a lot of these people on these show can be that way. That too. we try not to look at gossip or uh, news because, honestly, it's not our purview we're trying to see what the show's about. We also don't love it. I don't. Yeah. I. I it's not. We, let me step back. It's not that we don't love fraud or we don't love the melanated way. We love. They're it's not great. what we do. It's just. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to read. Y'all. I want to see what. I need to see what's the teaser for the next Wonder Woman yeah. movie. And Poodle needs to know where fucking Sue John Stevens is going to record his <laughs> next album. Like that's I, the shit we're digging. I would much digging. rather do a scene between Mother Debbie and her mole. Yes. Then find out uh, what just happened. But so we did not read. Uh, we did not read the police report or anything. Yeah. Of um of Paul and Karini from last week, and, and we have since then. We have since. So we just and are clarifying because some, some of shit. you were, some of you were a little surprised because. And I want to just reference that some of you felt like we were taking Paul's side. And we weren't at all. No. We just didn't know all the information. Right. And we, as we said last week, and we still are, we still are, we are Pierre and future child Stan. Like, we really want what's the best for those children right. because we feel like those, they're getting this and, so bad. And at this. the same time, we want Karini as far away from, from Paul, Paul as possible. possible. So yes. Karini should probably, if she can go, she wants to go back to Brazil. Hopefully that we saw. You know, there's a, a, there's she's Paul, safe now. She's safe now. And, and she followed And we, we're glad that Pierre's, but we hope, we hope that in the future that if they, they can work out some agreement where Pierre can also see Paul, yeah. if that gets worked out. Uh, or the most important thing is they're not together anymore, y'all. Yes. they're not good for one another. That's yes. that's that's no, that's they're the, horrible the, for one yeah. another. That's and minimizing again, it. We hope they go back to Brazil, or she goes back to Brazil. And you know, we're gonna keep. Uh, we've talked to other people in the ninety day recovery, and we're kind of like, how do we handle this? And everybody's doing their own thing. For us, 
Um, you know, we're still in, we still feel like we're going to keep talking yeah. about them for week for week. Week, we're week gonna, by week, we're going to make decisions, you guys. Now, because of Paul, we're going to fucking have to read fucking the news Paul. about Paul and Karini. He ruins... Ugh. So like it's fucking chap lips. We're just gonna keep track of that, and if it ever gets to a situation where we feel like um, we don't want to give lip service um, to these people, this couple at all, or not even lip service, because that sounds like we're uh, we're um, we, we'll, supporting we'll, we'll them. Stop we're it. never supporting Paul. We're never. We can go on record and say we are never supporting Paul. Yeah. We just will stop though if we feel like it gets there. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's our stand-up. But until then, so y'all, y'all, we do this show about this show, yeah. and we're trying to, we're, you know. We're giving you the play-by-play. You know, we're giving you the play-by-play. Is there going to be, is this the end of 90-day theater for Paul Friend? Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Um, we and y'all, d- and if it is, it is. Don't come at anyone else. You can come at us if you want. Although, Paul is going to be running next week, and so if we feel, we again, he's a piece of shit, but we still want to make fun of him because he's God. a piece of shit. And anyway. That, and also, I just want to say one more thing, and then I'm done. We make fun of him because that is the way, that might not be your way, Poodle and I make fun of things, not only that are ridiculous, but we that's a way for us to kind of make sense of things. You yeah, talked about exactly. that. So if we're making fun of Paul... That's a way for, a way us, for under, us to understand it's it. It's shocking for us to see and read this, too. So yeah. that's kind of where we are. Meanwhile. That said, nothing really happened. Paul's got his head in a garbage bag. <laughs> he is a cat in a bag. And a fucking and garbage a fucking bag. cat in a bag. A lot less interesting. Karini, can you, can you, I'm looking for tongs and I broke them, Karini. I can't find them. Oh, wow. Is there, is that a gnome in here? Yeah. Hello, little gnome. Hello. So they are, uh. They live close to the train tracks, and Karini's very upset about this. And by close to the train tracks, y'all, 20 feet away. <laughs> and she's like, and Paul's like, uh, Fran, you, you know, sometimes it is kind of scary when your whole house is shaking. I guess, and he, she says, there weren't any uh, uh, trains in Tonachines. And he says, well, I guess the occasional gunscots and screaming and yelling was okay. Just a Just shitty, a g- shitty. shitty like answer yeah awful y'all Ugh. i will say in the first couple of uh, seasons with paul and cranny it was just more fun to make fun of him for being an idiot now now it's where all you, see, you know but he does i think that's paul things at first he often plays dumb and poor yeah. me i didn't know but then as you get to know him you go he's actually not that much of an idiot he's just he's lazy yeah. and he's insidious yep i agree so she's like Paul, get job. He's like, I'm networking. I'm connecting with people. I'm doing what I can need to do. I want to stop you there. Who does Paul need to network with <laughs> and connect what with? What does his LinkedIn profile like, say? <laughs> like, who is he texting? Like, it is not. I mean, I was. I thought about him today. Strengths. I, I, was, I know a lot about ferrets, friend. <laughs> ferrets. I was driving here today, and actually I saw a cement truck that said 40 available cement positions. Truck. That's what I said. <laughs> A cement truck. A cement. That's what we called it. Go cement. to cement pond. <laughs> that's what we called it. Big Bear Cement. That's who did the cement for my dad. Cement. Cement. <laughs> okay, fine. So anyway. We'll have to agree to disagree. That's just not the way we say it in Oklahoma. In the cement pond. Woo-hoo. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Anyway. Good God. I do say umbrella, though, and it makes me sound like a ridiculous hick. You say umbrella. 
instead of umbrella, umbrella. I umbrella. say umbrella with an oh. accent on the first syllable. It's how I was brought up. See, I say cement. Anyway. Cement. I don't think I've ever. Cement. Cement truck. Like, oh, it's in cement. Oh, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> so anyway, y'all. In the cement. <laughs> I say cement. It's like wrestling. That, that, that's, that's, col- that's colloquial, but that's a, the accent is different. Anyway, well, you waylaid me. I don't know what I was talking about okay. now. So <laughs> All boy, the better. I guess I'm just going to sit here and silence. Something about what would make Paul be better about hat. networking or connecting. I don't know who he's connecting with. I mean, it, oh, I saw that cement truck, and it had a sign that said, 40 available positions hiring right now. And I thought, I have worked. He doing, could be a cement he worker. He could do a cement. Like, Paul needs to do a job where he's just a hand. I Someone agree. points and says, do this, boy. Son, he thinks and he he's, does it. He thinks he's better than that. He though. thinks he's the boss. Yeah, he thinks he should run people. That fucking is not mother, what he, fucking mother pole hasn't really done a lot to help him think no, he's not worthy of y'all, it. Y'all, he needs to work. He he could move. I don't want him to, but he could move to Ardmore, right by Lone Grove, because he we've got the Dollar General warehouse. <laughs> we've got the the Michelin, the old Uniroyal warehouse, the yeah. one that got torn down. The used the tire plant. The, yeah, used. Uh, he could literally. My friend Lori, now, can which you was imagine in, what that smells like. <laughs> Tires. I've been. I've worked in there. It smells like tires. I worked with my dad. It's hot, but boy, it is the people Just that burning tires, y'all. Now, and I am not. I'm not diminishing those people. Because I'm sure they work it hard. Is really fucking hard, and really like some of them probably got cancer from working in this uh, place. Oh, you think? But like, there's one job: tire throwing. You're just taking the trial. The, Stop. Yeah. Stop right now. No, that's the section of the plant. Tire throwing. They call it tire throwing. That's the section of the plant. Yeah. There's just tire throw because you take. I refuse to think this is acceptable. No, this is real. <laughs> you can talk to anybody who works at it. Come as if you work at a tire plant, but you take the tires when they. <laughs> when I, I mean, if you're a coal miner, no, but, and we had someone. It's a coal miner when you when the tires come off the um, the roller thing. The roller, so and you been, throw them. Been you have to sort them. You have They're to sort very the tires. Heavy though, they are. It's a really hard job. I had friends in college and high school that worked there to make money to pay for college, and they threw tires. And Does I was it gonna, destroy your body? Yes, I would but I was going to say, or like my dad's third wife, or ex-wife now, but they she used to work at UPS sorting boxes. These are really hard jobs and really difficult jobs. However, all they take is somebody who is proud enough. And wants to work hard enough to provide for their family. Right. And that is the problem with Paul. Yeah. He does not want to work hard. I agree with that. He does not that. want to provide for anyone but himself. Um, See so, how I went? It took me a while to get there, but that's what I meant. <laughs> tire throwing, you know. And I'm like, no. No one knows what tire throwing is. Because you know is. what? Those people that work in that old general plant, that mission plant, <laughs> some of the hardest working people I've ever met. Can we ever. never say general again? Well, <laughs> it was. It was the old Uniroyal, but then they became Michelin. So it's really Michelin, but so not when I was there. So y'all, uh, just to move on. I feel like people could take a tour of Ardmore and Lone Grove, I and they would one. know it. I need one. Should and I provide guided tours? And I'm going to need Patrick to film it. <laughs> I want to get like one of those open air buses, and we drive, and like say. This is the place where Grandma Hazel was thrown by the tornado. <laughs> I guarantee you some people would take you up on this. And then this. we could just, there's really only. I'd stay home. You know what? <laughs> then we could we could end it at Interurban at a happy hour and get drunk where I used to work. Where you dropped, where you dropped food. Yeah. Yeah. 
Y'all, Karini <laughs> basically says, you've got two months, Paul, or I'm going back to Brazil and I'm taking Pierre. Mic drop. Yeah. And Paul's like, friend, that really hurt. And he's like, well, he hasn't done anything. He's done nothing. To, yeah. Even his mom thinks he's a deadbeat. Y'all, that's the show. That is the show. This was a long one too, y'all. This show is so long. A lot of people, a lot of things happen for them. So it's what, what can we do? Um, You know what? I do enjoy this season of Happily Ever After because it makes me feel like a better person. (laughs) That's true. Almost everybody's not a good person. There's a lot of, but in a good, but in it's, the same, yeah, I, I, I won't say that. I'll say a lot of relationships are very problematic. A lot of people are very problematic. We, you're right. It's not like before, like you know, we didn't have the Rebecca and these Zeds and all that, which is why yeah, y'all. But that was not happily ever after. You know, but why it makes me so excited, you know, because Poodle, what do we need in times like these? We need sisters. We need twin sisters. We need Darcy and Stacey. We need the Silva twins. Next week, y'all. Next sun or no Sunday. It's coming. The show airs on the sixteenth. I think. I think we. I think we're going to try to drop it that night. I think, I think we we're talked gonna, about that because we. T- this is before we took on Lalu, but I think we are going to try we to do, try to do Lalu on Saturday. That means we're going to drop. If you're our patron at the eight dollar level, that you're means you're gonna getting get two shows on Lalu, Sunday. Lalu, you're no. You're going to get Lalu, Lalu on Sunday. Saturday. We're going to try to put it up on Saturday. Oh, we were? For a while, yeah. We're well, gonna... I'm glad I'm editing now earlier. <laughs> and you're making... We were going to try to do Lalu. You're going to get Lalu. You're going to get Darcy and Stacy. You're going to get Happily Year After. after. You're going to get Toe. And you're also going to get the bonus. I don't know if I you're can see get... you on Saturday. That's our one day off. Okay. We <laughs> talked about this, but that's fine. Uh, anyway, y'all are going to get five shows a week from us. Poodle's gonna be I'm drunk. I'm exhausted. He's gonna be drunk. Only in time of quarantine. Be, let's just end this. Th- All end right, this show. y'all. So you can find us at 90daygays.com. Again, um, if you jump on the five dollar tier, just to remind people of the Gatreon. That's gonna give you all the classic ninety day gays. It's also gonna give you the binges, including Love Is Smothered. Blind. It's gonna give you all of Smothered. The eight dollar tier is gonna include our Bi Curious episode. Indian matchmaking was our Bi Curious six months. You all are coming at us with a lot of shows for next month. We will. You're see. also gonna get Lalu on the eight dollar t- Love After Lockup. And if you get the fifteen dollar tier. You're going to get all of that, including you're going to get our watch-alongs. The videos are 30-minute edited for your pleasure. The Sissy you're, Spotlight. In, sissy can, Spotlight. To where call you can in. call in and, and leave us a message. And then also you're going to get our, our YouTube Live. Our once-a-month YouTube Live. So that's what it all gets you. Um, and all of them will make you gayer. Yeah. And that's our job in life. And that's our job in life. So, um, Poodle, we call these people <laughs> Lonely Hearts because... Aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love? Yes. In all the wrong places. And if you have got thrown by a typhoon while screaming, I need money! (laughs) Call Call us. us. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all begin to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 